In the beginning we say, beginning we say don't we say, flush, the toilet. flush the toilet. When you come from, why are you And welcome to another episode of the Crappy Awesome Podcast. It's your host, Kill C-Ray. Uh, if you're tuning into this from Stitcher, Spotify, TuneIn, or wherever podcasts are found, go over to platformcollection.com right now, and you can check out all the links to the artist um, that we're talking to today. And, we're, and you can also check out all the other podcasts. That's a real important thing, dude. Go support the community. It's really dope. Uh, I think we have a really dope collection of podcasts with some really talented hosts and uh, really awesome guests, like the guest we have on today. You've heard um, him on the show one time before, I believe, right? One time as a duo. But uh, Rick Scales is the other half of this group, um, and it's 18 Scales. But 18 Cents uh, is an artist in his own right as a solo artist. Uh, He's been part of groups. He's also done solo work. And he's on the show today, and we're going to dive right in, my dude. So, check this out, man. Thank you, first of all, for being on the show. Bro. Oh, thank you. Fresh out the sky like I'm diving in the puss for the first time. Landing on the earth where the dirt is our birthright. Claim what we could before the Germans disperse live on television, radio, and internet worldwide. I only rap because when I do it, the girls smile. What makes it attractive when the money ain't fertile? Why ain't there more options for men when no worthwhile? Incentive to prevent them from degenerate work style. I pinned it with the living speed. Where, where are we at right now for people like we, we are in Oceanside, California currently, right on the cusp of Oceanside and Vista. Thank you. And um you have been part of like this, or at least you've been able to see it. You've definitely taken part in it like this um, North County hip-hop scene. And I say it, for people who don't know, San Diego is like a really big city. Mm -hmm. It's kind of divided in almost like three or four spots, right? I would say so. Like central, south, northern, east. Um, I want to go all the way back to like when you first kind of like got into like hip-hop in general. Like when you started to listen to it, were you always listening to it? Was it like your childhood music? Um, no, nah, not probably more so like late middle school. When my brother got into high school, he started listening to hip hop a lot. Um, yeah, he had because he went to football, and then he had he got some really cool friends, and they showed him like a bunch of shit like Far Side, Outkast. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because all the Outkasts like we had known was just you know the speaker box love below, just like what was on. The, TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so then when he came back, I think the first song that really got me was Back in the Day by, I think it's Ahmad. Ahmad. Ahmad, yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite wow. songs. Wow. I remember I was in seventh grade and we were we were driving up, our whole family, it was like, I had, a, I was using my brother's iPod and he had that song on it and we were driving up to, to Oregon to visit yeah. my, uh, like, on uncle and I listened to that song like 20 times just on repeat that and then, uh, but on the iPod, it said it was the far side. It was oh, it was, it was mislabeled? Yeah. It, so, yeah, it was mislabeled as the far side, maybe because they thought it sounded like Booty Brown. Yeah, 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 probably. So I always assumed it was the far side. And so I was listening to that and, like, running and, you know, like a lot of the Lab Cabin California stuff. So wow. that was my favorite shit. And then 
in eighth grade, I listened um, I had the MySpace, and then I saw the, the an ad for the Blue and Exile Below the Heavens. And then just on I, the random, like you, yeah, just, that, and like, wow, yeah, it was crazy. It was like a little MySpace ad because even back then they weren't like that known. I know, but it was like, but they had an underground. But I think it was because they use it was like they use like my because you remember you had likes, like yeah, 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 likes. Oh, so I, I got maybe you. it was like associated in like yeah. a whole hashtag. That was like early right algorithms, the, early algorithms. Yeah, <laughs> I like linked it to that. So then I heard that, and then like I heard that album, and then I went on uh, LimeWire and I downloaded the album. And then uh, it had like LimeWire. Yeah, yeah, LimeWire. Yeah. Downloaded the album on LimeWire. Allegedly. Yeah. And then uh, allegedly. And then yeah, that, and then that's when I actually. Well, and how old were you around, around that time? I was in eighth grade, so okay. I don't know how old. I and was your brother's then. how much older? He's two years older. Who's also a musician producer? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's about two years, so eighth grade. So he's like, he's in high school already. Yeah, he's a sophomore in high school. Oh, okay. And then. So this is like super influential time. Oh, yeah. This is like the shaping. Yeah. So then around, um, I think his junior year, he got an MPC and he started making beats. My favorite thing about like Blue and Exile was the beats. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. And obviously Blue, you know, is my, he's probably my favorite rapper. Yeah. Easily. But. Like, the production, and, like, I wanted to make beats, you know? Because, like, I just, like... Yeah, because I... My brother and I have always played music since we were young. Yeah. So... What, though? Like, it, what is I played bass and drums, a okay. little bit of guitar, and then we had a little keyboard that we just, like... What was that all... I mean, why? Why why did you guys play instruments? Um, like, who well, got you into that? My dad is a huge music mm. guy. He likes, like, classic rock and, like, funk and shit like that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he... he uh, I think he like definitely influenced us because we always it was just up, around like, you all the like, time. Fake instruments and like you know the pots and pans and stuff like that. Got you. He always had us doing stuff like Beatles songs. Yeah, yeah. And, like home videos. So I, my brother chose guitar. He started learning, and then a year or two later, I picked up the bass, started learning. And then we both got, then we both got a drum set. Like we shared a drum set. And That's funny though. Like together. so, you picked up the bass. Did you just pick up the bass by default because he already had the guitar? Yeah, probably. That's, <laughs> That's probably what it was. The same way, like I started rapping because he had already got the. Yeah, MPC. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. So, okay, so he gets the MPC, and then and then I started writing raps, and I was recording like. I wasn't. I didn't start recording on his beats. No, I mean a little bit later on. Um, he was working with and uh, mostly with these dudes. We used to have a little crew called Riff Rap. Yeah, Productions. It was like uh, D Jones, who goes by Big Bear, um, Mike G, you know, yeah. Merlin, or Gordy Block. You know whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to call him? <laughs> um, and then Zochi, and then yeah, my brother Saibo couple other people michael clark who i think is still the hardest rapper anyways and you were that, in that, was, that you were like in that crew yeah a little bit later on right i didn't yeah so when you started writing you weren't it was this wasn't like a collaborative thing for you no no i started yeah. just writing raps in my room mm. and just like to like just do you remember who you spit for first um probably my brother i mean yeah i i, I had a couple of raps i wrote and he was making beats and i like rapped them for him and he was always like super like motivational and like always, you know. Yeah. You know, but for the first like year or so, I would just do it by myself. I didn't actually start like making music with him, like rapping on his stuff until um, like my senior year, and he was like already out of high school. And what? Why did that happen though? Um, just he was. I don't know. Like I was just learning. I yeah. Was, like, still like kind of like 
fresh. And I was just doing my own thing, and he was doing his. And I always wanted to make music with them, but also I was like, they were all like very experimental. And like I, in that time, I didn't even smoke weed or anything. I was super straight edge. Got you. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, just a different approach and different like take and different like outlook so i was like i was really into like learning how to do everything and you know because i was trying to make my own videos i got a camera yeah i, learned, was, I was learning all the programs so like art wise you were like all in already yeah i was like just trying to do everything myself yeah. <clears throat> not a buddy uh my, my homie nay would also help me shoot video and stuff like that and he was like into that into photography so uh, stuff. but so okay and I don't know if this was like maybe an early on thing because you guys were like you guys were already playing music. So I'm assuming playing music, even if it's in the smallest way, like you imagine yourself doing it in front of people. So when did it click for you where you were like, oh, this is something like I'm I'm not just going to do this like like I want to I want to really I want to really do. This. Yeah, that was like senior year when yeah. I started doing it. I'm like, I'd already, I felt like I had already like made up my mind. Like that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. You know, like I've always put all my energy into that, and I've, you know, at least since I started doing it, I feel like I have at least. Well, what what would have been the other option? You think? Well, I mean, what I was going to school for was to be a teacher. Oh, I got you. Okay, um, but <clears throat> yeah, I did a couple full, you know, years, and then I started taking semesters off. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just eventually yeah. stopped going. You know. Yep. Um, that story has inter- been told on this show many times. Yeah, dude, and it's just because, you know, it, it was blocking opportunities of things I wanted to do and not things that, you know, necessarily need to do. And I don't know. Did sure. you, how, how did you – so how, are, are, your both, are your both parents alive? Yeah. So how, how were your parents, like, looking at that? Um, were they like with it or did they I mean, care? They, like right now, I mean, they've always been pretty supportive. I mean, they never told me like not, I mean, my mom more so my mom's thing is she wants, like I have, she wants to make sure I have, you know, a steady income. Right. I, so right now she, you she know, wants you I, to be have, safe. Yeah. She wants yeah. me to be safe. So I have a job right now that mm-hmm. has great benefits. Yeah. Um, I have hours where I could do anything I want still. And then that puts her at ease. Kind of, yeah. And yeah. I have, I have super nice insurance. <laughs> it's so nice, dude. Like I can go to like my nice doctor. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. When yeah. I was on like my pops, like medical plan through the school district. Yeah. 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 Like, I'm, on a, I'm at a nice dentist and, yeah. I'm, and I'm not even paying that much, you know, like my work hooks it up. Yeah. And it's super easy. Like, it's just a chill job, you know. It's not stressful by any means. So then they weren't like necessarily like worried. Yeah, and they now they see like they have Instagram and they they yeah see, yeah yeah. Well, yeah, but let's not get to that because I, w- I want to ask about that. <laughs> we get closer to that. But okay, so they're so now you're pursuing music. You feel like you're pretty much all in on it. Um, when do you feel like, or what? Did you immediately take it to a stage? Did you find a stage? Yeah. So. Once I started making my own original music, mm-hmm. like not like mixtape music, so that mm-hmm. was like probably like the year after I graduated. Like this is you my, producing it too? N- well, me producing, and then like when I started rapping on my brother's stuff. This is towards the end of my senior year. Yeah, and like and then like my first couple years of college, like the first show I did was actually in a house party next to the homie D Jones of Riff Raps. Yeah, uh, there's a like the house was vacant and they like opened it and stuff <laughs> and like they threw a fat party inside right. it. And that was my first time rapping. It was me. Uh, it was Steez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that was one of his first. I th- that was that was his first one too. Oh wow, uh-huh. that's crazy. Um, uh, let's see who else. Shout out Steez Seven Sixty. Uh, fuck, who else, dude? Probably, probably Cybo. 
Mike G, you know, Gorman. Uh, and this was just like you guys putting this together on your own, yeah. kind of? Uh, yeah, D. Jones just threw it together through a party, and we just, just turned it into a hip-hop show. And it was just like the homies, like all the homies came dude, over. It was every, dude, there were so many people there. It got rolled, definitely. Yeah. I left like five minutes, I think five, ten minutes bef uh, after I left, it got rolled. And then the homie who threw it got arrested. Wait, wait, wait. On, like, so how did your um, got, how did the performance go? It was cool. Like, I, I, I you know, I definitely... Um, it was it was not bad at all. Like I projected well. Yeah. Because I had already been like I had already made like you know like one little mixtape and then I put out and then I made, had an album of shit I was working on and I'd already like you know worked on recording other places and got yeah. comfortable. And I had already performed on like a stage before because right. me and my Cause brother you've been had making a band music forever. Yeah. Right. So. Um, I mean, did you know? Let I me ask you something really quick though. Did you did you know going into it like you had those advantages? Like, did you, did you know, like, oh, you know what? I might be able to, like, I ha I'm kind of more tapped into my artistic side than maybe the, the guy who's barely starting to rap. Oh, absolutely. Right? I always, I always felt like I had somewhat of, like, a small, I always felt like I have an edge. Right, you know, right, somewhat, right. At least, like, going into Because your musicality will be higher. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, like, I mean, I wish I would have uh, worked harder and, like, and studied more of like the theory and like scales and stuff because I yeah. used to be I used to do all that in like middle school when I was learning bass I used oh, to be really? really into it and like I used to be able to slay now yeah. I like I forgot everything and so I'm going to go back into learning that because then I can monetize that in the session playing and yeah know, that's dope and like booking agencies and just hopping in and stuff like that and yeah like that's something you know that we're you know but because you know I could but I like just Ideally, I'd like to get just paid to do the hip hop shit because that's what I have the most fun doing. Yeah, but I don't mind, you know. But I mean, I, I feel like you could probably figure out a way to work that in anyway. Yeah, and that's that's what I'm working on right now. You know, I'm, I've learned a lot in like the past like five months. Yeah, I've learned a lot about new ways to, you know, you know through Dev. Yeah, Dev's taught me a lot. Shout out to Dev Love. Yeah. He'll be coming up on the show soon. Yeah, he actually he was gonna crash this one maybe. He should have. But he he got he's doing shit today. But yeah. But shout out to Dev Love. He was just not at Thought Fest as well with you guys. Oh yeah. Okay, so first performance is under under your belt. Now you're you're basically in the scene, right? Yeah. Like you're you're finding shows to do, finding shows to throw. Oh yeah. So you, this is this is like the time where like this is where I felt like I had the advantages this era right okay. here. So we my my brother started working with uh you know Absent Acclaim. Yes. My brother started working with Absent Acclaim. They mm -hmm. met at like the homies little house party and then they started making music and absent he always he would always go to this bar called the royal dive yeah in oceanside it's a shitty ass dive bar it's not there anymore yeah. and like it's super trashy but they let us throw hip-hop shows there in north county so we started doing it absent would throw the and like it'd be like and it was back when like lewd like you know lewd uh-huh yeah, yeah so lewd and absent they would throw these shows the volume shows yeah and um and it would just be like North County hip hop shit. So I, I wasn't old enough to go in there, but they would let me. I, if I could go in there, I could go in there to play, and I could stand on the stage. So I'd always just stay on the stage the whole time <laughs> in the corner and like, you know, do whatever, or I just you know chill outside. Were you performing? There? But yeah, I was able yeah. to perform a lot in there. Yeah, and it was just in front of like random crowds and stuff that would cruise in, and like sometimes it was popping, sometimes it wasn't, but. Like, I was able to practice so much there and get my shit dialed in. So then 
once you know I did get to the point where I started branching out and playing other places yeah. and I started linking up with like Trav and doing the county yeah, and stuff yeah, yeah. and then like I was I felt like I was you already ready. ready you know I was yeah. already, I already had the presence I already knew like how, what the do's and don'ts yeah and, like you know for the most part and you know, proper projection. Yeah, that's and, so big. So, yeah, and that's before it's I so even turned 21, you know? Yeah. So then by the time I was 21 and I was able to do all these shows, um, then it was like I already felt comfortable doing it. So. Yo, born in 92, making money on my computer. Got enough flu for the homie to cop a juice. That's expensive shit. Living it now, my limits is stupid. Bracelet on my chick, wrist be shining like Kubrick. Ash on your couch, cause I don't respect how you ask it. Got him slipping like banana pills over these rap beats. That's no potassium nitrate for the grassy. And ain't no water in California for that knee. Yo, I stay covered by California gazebo. Sun too hot in the dock and got a placebo for that fix. You just bad, it won't change if your tracks mixed. A mixtape on that piff on tight beats can't match this stuff. I take naps with my ad-libs, kick them with backflips, and get props for being past the average. They trying to dab like affirmative action, but I ain't trying to rub off my magic, man. So give me those beats and piles. And I'm smashing them. Rack rappers cramp my style. No potassium. Radio jams is wild. And if you ask what I like, I'm like, Something just dawned on me right now as you're telling this story. And it's like, I think it, it, it helps like the listeners too, because I think like when people like you guys are having a lot of success, you've been having a lot of success from last year, this year's is looking like it's going to be even better. Um, that, I mean, crazy things happened. Uh, Eddie, who's our producer, he's here today. And, um, he was, what was it? Backstage at Thought Fest, right? With Sky Zoo. So he's talking to Sky Zoo backstage just at the time that you guys happened to go on. Right. And they're like, you know, 18 scales. Sky Zoo's like, hey, hold up, man. I've been hearing about these dudes. Let me go check this out. They're talking, right? And That's you, crazy. And, but you know, like I know, right? Like we, we were talking before the show. We all know where we're at. Like we're not under an illusion that, oh, you know, like things are bigger than they are. We know where they're at because we know the amount of work that actually went into it. Yeah. And the thing is, like you're telling your story about why right like you're explaining basically why the quality of your work is what it is without having to do that and rick when he was on he talked about all the countless ciphers all the countless freestyle sessions all these right like all these things and then when you look at if you could lay that out on like a graph i don't think anybody would be asking like oh why yeah no this it's math that's a certain point it's just math oh yeah you Math know, rules everything around me. Yeah. Uh, and it's super interesting because you guys have like these long stories of like honing a skill, like the, the, the actual awareness at 21 to know, like my stage presence matters. Like, you know what I mean? Like it fucking oh, yeah. matters. And I learned, I actually learned that stage presence matters the most. Cause I, I was in choir from sixth and seventh, oh, wow. sixth to eighth grade in middle school. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, she's like, you don't got to sound good. You just got to hold the notes, but you got to make sure you, you're projecting and you look good and you're articulate yeah. and like, you know, you got to like, you know, capture, you know, yeah. that and stuff. So, you know, Is that it, also do, came do you find that. it, you find it, um, or like, what do you think about that? Because like in the hip hop scenes, I mean, you know, like when you look around at peers or people pursuing at least the same direction that you are. Do you feel like hip hop neglects that a lot? Like there's a big gap in that, like where people are 
not necessarily considering that. Because I've been at shows where people, they're just rapping. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's not, it's not an interesting show. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't need to be there to get what they're giving me. I could have oh, just yeah. listened to it at home with my headphones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where there's other people where you're like, God damn. You know what I mean? Like, uh, an example, um, Noah. Noah James, right? Mm-hmm. Noah James has that energy too, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, you, I, you guys had this amazing performance this past weekend where okay. where I was just like, whole, like, I think we all kind of felt like, oh, sh- okay, this is, you can, this is fucking for real. Like, because <laughs> every, you know what I mean? Like, when you see everybody in the house oh, yeah. is feeling it. And you know, being on stage when you got them too, like, you got them, hmm. right? Um, Although I was pretty faded that performance. <laughs> Don't worry, we got tons of video. Um, cool. <laughs> but uh, there's also a thing about like not being aware of that and it being obvious when you're on stage, right? Oh, yeah. Like, what do you feel like we're missing like in hip hop? Like, how do we fill in that gap Self-awareness, for, yeah. for sure. I feel like... Oh, it's so dude, big. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm not... I'm definitely not throwing shade, but, you know, there's definitely like sometimes where people... Sometimes I just, it, it can get pretty cringy. There's some pretty cringy acts, man. No yeah. disrespect. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's not to say that we're the best by any means, but it's just like, you know, you got to understand if like people aren't feeling it and you tell people, you can tell people aren't feeling it, you got to switch it up or do something yeah. different in order yeah. to like, and not just be like. Because at some point it becomes kind of insulting almost. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to make you like this thing. Yeah. It's like, it's like. <laughs> like force somebody to yes. get something new, like yeah. shoving it down their throats, and they don't want it. Uh, it's basically like it's like not on a serious level, but it's it's like fucking like it's like you're trying to like rape them for their attention and mm-hmm. for them to like it. Right, you, right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like they're not like man. willingly. Yeah, I just like, wrote some shit that, about that the other day. Like, um, I just wrote how. Like, I'll just have thoughts and I'll just fucking write them down real quick or I'll tweet them out so I can remember them. And I'm like, I've, I've realized over a long period of time, right? It took me a long time to learn this. I, and I think that's good. Like, that, buy, like buying your opportunity and earning your opportunity based on art yeah. are so distinctly different experiences. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean that, like, sometimes both of those things result in the end mm-hmm. in the same thing and that's why people get confused yeah because people can buy their way into things now absolutely right? it's so it's so obvious um but they are different experiences yeah you know what i mean it's really like night and day like oh, i've yeah. told people a lot of times like not to get into the debate of art because the reality is here here's the reality is like if i'm like i'm open about wanting my art to give me a life that I could make more shit. Yeah. That's literally what I want to do. I just want the freedom to do more shit. Yeah. And I know that costs money. So monetizing my art is what I have. It's the only tool I have. Exactly. That's my fucking tool. Yeah. Right. So if you're not doing that, then we're not doing the same thing. Yeah. It's what it's not even close. Yeah. And so when you're on the bill and I'm on the bill, and if you're not doing the same thing as me, yeah, the energy is not going to be right. It's just not. Yeah. You know, like, how do you feel like 
I mean, dude, self awareness is a big one, though. Bro. Yeah, some people don't have it. I mean, it's a big one, and it, and I think it also has to do with who they surround themselves with. Yeah, you know. I mean, that's huge. Like, yes, man. Like, fuck. Mm-hmm. yeah, dude. I mean, I've seen, dude, I've seen some stuff like yeah, backstages, man. and like you really see it backstage. You know what I mean? Like when you're around friends of the artist. And you can tell, like, usually the artists you don't have to worry about, their friends are just as cool as they are, right? And they and they all kind of know, like, we're here to, like, hey, we're helping this guy. It's a it's a group thing. And then there's the ones that, where you're like, how do you even know this guy? Right. You know what I mean? Like, this guy's just here. I've seen a lot of that, dude. Oh, yeah. And it's sad because, um, man, I can see, like, dude, fucking nobody's perfect. I understand, like, how people get in like ego consumed you know like it's especially if you're young oh yeah you know what i mean like if you're young and this is all new to you and this is the first time you've ever had popularity or oh dude i mean i definitely went through that a little bit too but i'm glad i did it young when i had no platform yeah (laughs) (laughs) exactly like maybe a couple people you know but (laughs) you know (laughs) but yeah yeah no i'm definitely hyped you know dude when you got when you started I already grew out of all that stuff <laughs> we were just talking about that on the way up um when you started to like work on production were you because that's the thing like you do both so well bro like honestly and it's how did you split the energy you know what i mean like because i produce and rap too i understand but i, I want to know f- what's your process because to me, there's it, dude. I'm I'm very partial to artists who produce, like rappers who produce, because I just know that it's a different experience. Mm-hmm. I know, I, I know, it's a fucking different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but for you, like, how did you like split it? Like, split that energy? Man, I don't know. I just like doing it a lot. Yeah, you know. I mean, when I first started producing, I definitely stepped away from rapping a lot. Yeah. Um, as far as I stopped making, like, rap albums. six almost six rap albums yeah you know yeah in the past i put out like 16 17 i put out a lot of music you, you know I've taken, a lot. A lot, I've taken a yeah. lot of it down too yeah but um yeah when i started producing it was because so you I dove just, into that totally oh yeah because I, I was rapping for a while and i got yeah. good at that you know yeah. i put out you know like i think the last rap album i put out was i mean it was it was right before I, Callians, I put Callians out um, where where I wasn't producing it because I put out two more tapes mm-hmm. where I produced the whole thing and rapped on most of the tracks. Wow. Um, but, but the last rap album I did with somebody else was with Adjaman from France and that one was, a, it was a, called Habits. Mm-hmm. That was the last one I put out and that was in like 2013 or 14. Yeah. And then and then I put out the Callians albums and the whole time me and my brother have been working. I have a rap album with my brother. We were like, over 10 tracks deep on it but 
you know, it's got to be re redone. Yeah. But. But yeah. you were producing during yeah, that time heavy. Yeah, I was learning. I was learning to produce a little bit, you know, from like 2011 to like 2013-ish. But I was mainly focused on rapping. Was that and your then, brother teaching you or were you just like picking my, it up? My brother and then everyone else around me kind yeah. of was teaching me and stuff. And like I, I made beats before like a long ass time ago when I was like in middle school. I had a little loop station mm-hmm. for my bass and I played oh, yeah, my yeah, Casio yeah. keyboard and my bass and I would like remake. I remade yeah. what a, the What A Job instrumental, like with like <laughs> cheesy sounds. And then, uh, and then I remade "A Life in the Day" of Andre Benjamin instrumental, and then like a couple more. And then I remade a uh, "Explosive." Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, yeah. So you were at least familiar with. Yeah, like- yeah. I mean, I it was it was pretty easy to like, and I knew how to read music. I knew how like you know time signature. I knew how shit works. Right. I know right, how right. shit works. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Um, so constructing it wasn't. A, yeah, like a it was just learning how to use the program real quick. Learning. I mean, I still. What did you start on? Um, I had Pro Tools Student Edition. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. And then... Uh, oh, so you were just literally chopping up the waves. Yeah. yeah. And I, I only made like maybe five beats on that. And then, yeah. And then uh, I ended up getting a pirated version of Logic 9. Yeah. On my laptop, which I still have to, de- to this day. <laughs> and I have not, Allegedly. And I haven't... Yeah, allegedly. And... Uh, yeah, I haven't updated my computer since I got it. And so you've been on Logic the whole time. Uh-huh. And then I, you know, got a gang of plugins and stuff. Yeah, so I'm pretty much just gonna use that until it dies, and then I'll like do it the right way. But you use your um, your SP too, though, right? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, just for outboard. Yeah, I use Logic for like recording vocals, mm-hmm. and then like you know like tracking. If I'm gonna just if I'm not gonna do it just on the SP, then I'll yeah. track it in. Usually when I'm collabing with people, I'll do more of the tracking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but how do you did you you mind if I ask like how do you when like you do, you guys pro- approach like an eighteen scales record. Mm-hmm. How do you guys, how do you guys put that together? Like, because there's been because well, I know we tried to talk about this the last time both of you guys were on and we couldn't oh, really. Yeah, like what is it? Is there a, is there a process that you're aware of that's happening? Like when you guys link up and music starts to come out, is it usually the same thing? Is it like what's happening? Um. Yeah. I mean. Let's see. He usually walks through the door. I'm going to just give you the, yeah, the yeah, yeah. rundown. Whether it was at the old crib or here, he usually opens up the door and yells, makes his presence known. Of course. Um, he'll either talk about how he's the sauciest. Right. And then, yeah, and then he'll come in. We'll, you know, we'll chill for a little bit. We'll just play some, of you know, play some shit. And then, you know, either we'll have something that we already started to work on, but let's just say we're doing something fresh. We'll be yeah. like, you know, you want us to make something new. So, yeah. So, you know, I'll either start off with some drums and just, like, do some shit or I'll put on a record and try and find a sample. Or, you know, like, lately I haven't, let's see, like, all year I haven't had to worry about that because we've just been going on me and Dev's vaults because we have, like, yeah, mad beats, beats, dude. Yeah. So we've just been, I'm like, you want to rap on this one? You want to rap on this one? He's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So we've been just kind of like going off of that. But yeah, I mean, we do a lot of, we collab a lot on the beats, like, or I'll have him help, you know, he always has input on everything. So yeah. basically like, you know, if we're making it together, then, you know, I'll be like, you know, get input from him and he'll give me input and he'll even add some shit in and, you know, I'll either shut it down. What is or, he like adding in? Um, I mean, just like he likes adding extra claps and snaps and like, gotcha. you know, and like 
sometimes he'll have like an idea for like a synth or like some drum ideas and yeah. stuff like that. And you know, he'll he'll sprinkle some of those in like um like the fade nasty beat. He did the Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did the just the hi hat and the snare. You yeah, know, he he started off with that, and then I put you know the other stuff to it and everything, and so it, it really is like organically grown. Oh yeah, everything every we do is like every do. single time is organically grown. Wow, you know, unless and then even and if Dev and I made the beat and he comes over and then he wants to rap on it, it's still organically grown because we like. Yeah, you already Dev went through I, the process. Yeah, yeah, we already went through the process. So, is there okay? So, what have been like the biggest things? Wait. Do you feel like you're a good collaborator? Like you think you're like a pretty good collaborator, like all around? It just depends. Um, yeah. I think I'm, I'm not, I can't say I am because I'm really, really picky. With yeah. Who I collaborate with. Cause you know, sometimes people come over to lab and it's just like, we just don't really got that flow. It's just not there. Um, yeah. It just depends on how someone else makes beats. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. Yeah. Because like with Dev, why Dev and I get along so well is like he runs I don't know. We just, it, we just have, we're just tuned in. Like he runs his shit all into my SP. Yeah. And then we like kind of like make it all right there and then just run it into there just to record it. Yeah. So it's already made and everything like going into that. And we just, we each know our strengths and we mm. each know what we, we want out of each other. Yeah. Kind of. Without having to communicate that. Yeah. Did you guys it's, ever it's have like. Never. It's never. just like. It's Did just you and Rick. Like, Ever have the conversation of like, hey, this is what we're doing. Um, this is- I mean, it was kind of, it kind of just happened, you yeah. know, naturally. Like he came over and he's just already comfortable and just, you know, he, like our first track we did or one of our first, but like the first track we did together in the studio, he freestyled. It was the one, two, three, which right, I right, think right. is the first track or the yeah. second track on uh, Leave It All Behind. That was the first song we did together. Um, and then I think I sent him No Potassium and Specialist. I don't even know if that, yeah. Before I hopped on No Potassium, like years and years and years ago, that was one of the first songs he recorded on my beat, on one of my beats. But um, yeah, when he came in, he came over and we recorded a couple songs. And you just kind of knew. Yeah. And it was just like, all right, cool. Well, we made, he came over a few times in two weeks, I think four times in two weeks, and we had Leave It All Behind done. Yeah. And then we had, and then like a month after that, we had, Half of like Fade Nasty, half of FFO, which probably we're not going to put out till like next year or later this year. And then just like a few tracks off of Freebies. Yeah. Like we just had like, we just made like a gang of songs and then just kind of like took what went. And, and then, then started constructing them. And then, and then when we had a few songs from all those and we kind of had a general idea of like each vibe of the process. Uh, projects that yeah. we would build songs to go with those other ones. Oh, you went back. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so freebies. We, I felt like freebies has like a very like, it's just that's just like a solid hip hop album. It you is. Know? It's yeah. just like solid hip hop tracks. You yeah, know? like it's just you know, it's just dope hip hop. You know, it's the, there's not necessarily like a. It's all just good shit. You yeah. know, it's there's not necessarily like a a concept to the album, right, 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 whatsoever, or anything. And then fade nasty. That one's more so like, like the whole like story. That one's yeah. that one's not as much about the music as it is about just like the fun, <laughs> yeah, and like how each thing goes into each other and kind of like and that's yeah. and yeah. And then we're 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 finishing up fade nasty volume two right now. Wait, wait, wait. Go back to fade nasty. So when you guys are constructing, cause one of the things you guys do amazing are like your skits and like the stuff that happens in between yeah. the songs. Are those things planned? Like, 
Because I'll, they've become kind of a signature for you guys now. Yeah, well, that's that's my thing. My bad. Yeah. I got my feet all up in the face. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> Just let that go. <laughs> yeah, anyways, <laughs> allegedly had my feet up in his face. Um, <laughs> um, well, my favorite part, see, I don't like, I don't really care to drop singles. I like to drop albums and make right. projects and stuff. My favorite part is stitching everything together gotcha. and doing skits and like transitioning yeah. things into each other. That's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. My favorite you thing. You guys have do. like, um, I was telling Rick, I was like, I'm like, you guys have one of those rare albums where people bump the skits all the fucking time. Like, they bump uh, them yeah. like their normal songs. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got like a, they got Spotify plays more than regular songs and shit sometimes. Hell yeah. It's, dude, it's, um. Wait for Fantastic Volume 2 skits. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool. <laughs> I think the, the thing that I, I told Rick this too, I think the thing I'm the most, like, a fan of, like, when it comes to 18 scales is like the world. Like you guys kind of mm. created, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it feels like a, the world, like when you listen to the music, when you see the show, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of different things that connect. And um, I feel like that's not, it's just, people don't do that a lot anymore. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I remember a time when like people would really do that, you know, oh, yeah. like you get immersed in their shit. Oh, right. Yeah. And now it's like, um, yeah, I guess it's a little, it's more shallow, yeah. you know? And that's just because that's, just that's the type of shit I fell in love with. And yeah. That's the, and, that, and I wanted to do that. So that's why I, you know, make sure. That's why I love doing that so much. And some people just, just you know, like the same way people, we were talking about some people, you know, work on their art and really hard to get to that point. Or some people pay to get to that point. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. It's like there's a different type of upbringing, different type of environment, you know, like some people, you know, they're more influenced by like a specific rapper and they fall in love with, you know, just like the stardom aspect of it. So they're not really focused. They're not, they're, it's just in the, it's just a different, there's different, you know, just approaches, different yeah. perspectives and different outlooks on like what it, what it is. And I don't think anyone's necessarily wrong. I just think, you know, like, I just feel like it's to each his own situation, you know, like there's just, cause the people you I don't know. I think it's more so about finding your audience too, because it's like there's. I think the, that's huge. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think it's the people. I think that there's a lot of like people who are into like quote unquote real hip hop mm -hmm. that want everybody to, to like be, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. to be a real hip hop. Yeah. You know, head type like that, and yeah. it's like, and it's like, and they already don't like the people who listen to the other stuff because they they think they're like, like just like a different breed of person. It's right. Like, so why would you want that? You know, in like. Yeah. Why would you want that in your in your like just appreciate you know like the community that you have around you kind of thing you know like like that's why I'm like I'm not like I know like I'm not tripping on you know people who you know I want people who are similar I mean I'm down for everybody to like our shit I yeah. feel like we have very universal stuff where anyone could like it but, but if also, they don't you know I'm not tripping on it though because yeah. I know there are plenty of people who are more like me who are more I'm yeah, you know, it might actually that, not be for them. Yeah, it's like some stuff yeah. is really not for people. And like, I know a lot of music that is not for me. Yeah. And and yeah. like, I don't, I just don't associate with that. And usually I don't associate with and and you don't myself with those it. kind of people. And I don't yeah. think about it. I just go on about my day and think about the shit I like. Uh, and I surround myself with people who like the same only shit. Only like. everyone could do that. You know, it's, and that's why yeah. and it's like everybody wants everybody to think their way. And it's like, I don't really care. You know, like, I don't know. I just mind my business at the yeah. end of the day. It's a good policy, bro. Yeah. I love you, Mas man. Master's degree in minding my business. You the shit. Likewise.
Yo, thank you for being on the show, bro. Thank you for having Talk me. To, wait, we tell people what they can expect for the rest of the year. All right, we got... Fuck, you guys got a lot. Oh, yeah, so... <laughs> Let's run it. I'm about to drop a beat tape presented by Hell Note. Yeah. R2 and Adamant. Um, that's going to come out pretty soon. Um, Fade Nasty Volume 2, 18 Scales. Yep. It's coming out in a few months, maybe. Sometime this year. Um, These are all projects this year, right? Yeah. So far. Uh, me and Dev Love are going to drop something Ooh. this year. A private instrumental album. That's um, going to be crazy. And then uh, Rick and I probably have a video or two or coming three, out. Yeah. Or three, hopefully, man. Yeah. Um, if you're a dope videographer, email. Yeah. 18scales at Gmail. If you want to build something tight. Yes. Uh, we, I also take care of people. You know? Please be serious. Please. Be, yeah. So um, if, you, if you're dope with it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. What about shows? They're gonna catch you. I'll tell you this: they're gonna catch you out on the road. They will. Yeah, you'll see us somewhere. You'll see them probably most of the year out on the road. Yeah, we'll if, be. If we'll, we have anything to do with it, we'll be we'll be out here. So they'll be in a city near you, yeah. with peanut butter and fuck Rick Scales T-shirts. Oh, the peanut butter. Are you gonna explain that? Can we? Can we? we can we, we give some clarification? All on right, the peanut butter? so. There's this peanut butter. Because I'm holding a Wild Friends Classic Creamy Peanut Butter that's very oily. I haven't opened it. Oh, it's, you just got to, the separation is natural, don't trip. Okay. <laughs> you really, it's the creamiest peanut butter probably on the market. Like known to man? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. Um, you would be astounded by how many people are hooked on it right now. Um, if you follow me at Ralph Quasar yeah. on Instagram, you, you'll see the... I feel like it's almost part the of the family now. It's part of the family now. It's a thing. Whenever I go mm -hmm. anyplace, people ask me how creamy it is, and I let them know. Yeah, I've seen multiple shows with peanut butter in the house. And I poured peanut butter into people's mouths, you I know? saw it. I've, you know, I've you were there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Wild Friends, it's a, it's a female-founded, you know, nut butter company. That's what, that's yeah, what out of out of uh, Portland, Oregon. There you go. Uh, no GMOs? No GMOs, you know? And right now, I'm trying to work on getting them into Jimbo's. And that's the, um, that's the, that authentic. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not officially sponsored yet. I'm working on it though. Mm -hmm. I swear, if I get him in the Jimbo's, it's game over. It's game over. For um, me. but yeah, I sent him, or they sent me, you know, care package. I get cases of it. Uh, I, I have a back order on <laughs> cases. I get a six count case. I gave each of you one today. Yes, Everyone, you did. Every time someone new you comes here, I give them a, some, I give them a jar of peanut butter. Yeah. And put them on game, man. It's the best shit. I'll tell you this. If they're no listening. No sugars. Real shit. I've seen it multiple places at multiple venues. Oh, yeah. Multiple pictures. It's everywhere. I'm about right? to screen record this uh, this part of it. when Yeah. And then uh, send it to them. So exactly. They and then tell people how they can get in touch with you if they want to reach out to you. Um, link with you. What? Where, where should, where's the best place for them to go? Your Bandcamp, or uh, you should probably just go on my Instagram yes, or sir. email me at Ralph Quasar. Yep, R A L P H Q U A S A R. There it is. There. Yep. At Ralph Quasar. Yep. On Instagram, um, you can follow me on stuff if you follow want. his follow, stories. Follow us. Funny as fuck. <laughs> follow us on Spotify. Yeah. Apple Music at 18 Scales. That's one A S C A L E S. Boom. 
Yep. Thank you, brother. Buy our shit. Buy their shit. Show them love. Oh, yeah. Man, dude, thanks. Hopefully, you guys will come back when you drop the new projects. Oh, yeah. That'll be amazing. Whenever. Just, just holler at me, man. There it is there, dude. Let me you know when you need to re-up on your peanut butter. Now flush the toilet. <laughs>